The Education Channel supports individual educational goals and encourages creativity for all. Visit uctv.tv slash education. Hi, I'm Megan Buchter. I'm the director of the Fowler Center for Business as an Agent of World Benefit at the Weatherhead School of Management at Case Western Reserve University. And I'm here today with Stephanie Shaw um, to tell you a little bit about our Aim to Flourish program. So Aim to Flourish is a program that's run out of the Fowler Center. It's used all over the world by professors and educators to teach their students about the United Nations Global Goals for Sustainable Development and business's role in helping to achieve them. As part of this program, students conduct interviews of business leaders and social entrepreneurs all over the world and write up the stories about those companies, which get published on our Aim to Flourish website. So you can go to aim2flourish.com to view almost 3,000 stories that we've published so far over the past five years. Um, every year, we also award the annual Flourish Prizes, one for each of the 17 UN Global Goals, to our professors, our students, and our business leader teams that have created outstanding stories and outstanding innovations. So um, this year, we are here with Stephanie Shaw. She's one of our student authors for the story that won for global goal number two, Zero Hunger. And her story was called The Food Revolution App about a company called Olio. Welcome, Stephanie. Thank you. Nice to be here. Great. We're so happy to have you. Um, so I'd like to start off just by asking you a little bit about the class that you participated in that used the Aim to Flourish assignment. Um, so maybe you can, you can tell us a little bit about what the class was, the university, your professor, and how Aim to Flourish fit into that course. Wonderful. It's, this is an excellent opportunity for me to share. Um, I'm a student at St. John's University, and um, in the spring semester of uh, 2019, I enrolled in a class that was called um, Management for Global Success. And was it indeed a success? Um, one of our assignment, um, our professor was Dr. Charles Wankel, and um, he assigned us into groups to work on this project, which um, was more experiential learning, um, getting ourselves involved as students. It was a small group of four, but we were um, told that we needed to um, uh, pretty much go on the Aim to Flourish website and explore what the, um, all the good work um, that was done by this organization. We were introduced to you. And um, we were also told that we first had, had to register as a student. And once we register, um, there were a ton of information, a ton of um, links that would sh share with us other students who have been in the same, who have done the same project in other institutions and how they shared uh, the, the experiences they have. So it was very, the exposure was good. Um, so as a group, we were first, we've never had this experiential learning. So it, it was it was new to all of us. We were excited. So as a group, what we first decided, uh, as you mentioned, that one of the things that we found out was that the, uh, there were the UN Global Goals for Sustainability Development had these 17 goals. And so we really needed to find uh, a company that fit in to at least um, mm -hmm. two or three of these goals that would model what we were looking for. So it was really an interesting collaboration among us as a team in that we, what I liked most of all is that we were not left stranded. Haim was there. 
to his sisters, um, assist us with tips of how to do these um, interviews. There were templates available that I thought was very helpful um, once we identified the companies that were a fit, were a good fit with us. So we created our account and we looked at uh, the criteria that was set and then we we found a, we actually found a, a a link that helped us to um look at companies that were one could achieve more than one of these sustainability development goals a company that uh make money on benefits and benefit the business that was in business for two years at the least and um it was embedded in the business as part of the normal operations which is it was not a, a philanthropic or organization mm -hmm. and that it was scalable. When I when we heard that first, we were like, scalable? What did that mean? So we, you know, it was explained to us that this company should be able to expand the innovation and another company should be able to take it, that it was sustainable. It was something that could be measured and could be passed on and, and you know, to another, um, someone who wants to look at this and say, this is a good model um, to follow. So Having received those information, what we decided to do, we, we um, one of the members in the group um, identified a website and we decided that we were going to look at all these companies. And we scaled it down to three companies. And um, two of the companies, one was Zog Sports and Evertiv, which is another company we were trying locally. Um, we were working with a very small timeline because of our, our, our syllabus. And so we, we were waiting, mm -hmm. we reached out. How long did you have to do the assignment? We had um, actually, it was a two week, uh, two wow. week turnaround. So it was, and we were working with another. Yeah. So it, we had to set timelines and we were, so we reached out and we couldn't get any feedback. The tough thing I think for me, challenging piece was to get in contact with the point person. Who do we yeah, absolutely. To, you know, how do we get to? So we got the emails and we were, you know, and thanks to Aim for Flourish, they created a beautiful template that we just pretty much um, customized to suit, um, you know, the different um, emails that we were Yeah, we, we do try to have all of those resources on our website to yes. make things and easy we for do appreciate that. That was tremendous help. Uh, and so we, we sent it out and we couldn't get a feedback. And based on our timeline, um, I stumbled over the company Olio and I never looked to see that they were not local because they're in the UK. Uh -huh. so, um, but I love the story. The story was catching. It was grabbing the here was an organization who was so wrapped up and concerned about saving um, the, the food waste and to help the economy. And, you know, not just the environment, but the lives of people who are suffering from food insecurity. So we reached, I sent out an email and I got a turnaround in 24 hours. It was, it was really good. Wow, that's so fast. Very fast. And then much to my chagrin, I, it hit me. This is in the UK. How are we going to do this? You know, how are we going to do this? <laughs> so a little um, bit of a time little, difference there. Yes. It was a panic moment. And, but then they were willing to work with us. And so the two co-founders, which I'll, I'll share with you a little more about their background later on, was kind enough. Um, Tessa reached out and said, you know, we're, it's, 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 a, it's a novel idea. We'd love to participate. Let me have my, you know, one of, my, one of the, the, the person who is in charge of food um, reach out to you. And we coordinated that. The logistics were in place. Um, we decided we, you know, the time difference, we would use WebEx, which is what St. John's University uses. Okay. And we will just streamline um, the interview. 
Um, the other members were not available because of conflicting schedules. So I took the lead based on the, the, the you know, we had a time frame and um, conducted an interview. Um, and it was, it was indeed wonderful. It was enlightening. It was informative. And before I proceeded, of course, I, thanks again to AIM, we were provided um, with questions, the appropriate questions. So I, I went and prepared because I had the questions. Um, um, I, I went over the different to make sure that they, they were the right fit based on the sustainability goals that we were looking for. And um, the interview went right into place. So uh, it, it was really helpful and um, it, it fit the model based on technology and the business model and the product. And I'm, I'm really excited, still excited about the, the, the organization. And when I received um, the, the email from you, I said, here I, here I go again. So I was sharing with my friends. Um, St. John's University is absolutely um, glad to be on board this project. And I really think it's, it's something that is going to become a model that will roll over into other classes because experiential learning is the way that we really should be um, engaging our students. Yeah, yeah. And we're, we're super happy to have St. John's on board. Professor Charles Winkle has been with us for many years. I talk to him every semester before he kicks his class off and we get him all set and ready to go. So and he's he's had students win a couple Flourish prizes in the past. So um, we really enjoy working with him and with your school. Um, and thank you so much for sharing this part of your story. I think that it's really comforting for other students to hear. I know it can be kind of um, it can be kind of daunting to have to go out and find somebody to interview out there, you know, without maybe knowing anybody. Maybe you're doing some cold calls or I always encourage people to you know, ask family members or friends and see who they know. But um, with such a quick turnaround time, I'm really impressed at how you managed to find a company and they got right back to you and it, it worked out wonderfully. And I give credit to the fact that you had your templates and your letters customized. Thank so you. it was, it was a soft sell in a sense. <laughs> it was there, you know, it was, and yeah. so, and, and, and giving the links that they could see the great work that was done. I think it was easy for them to get that buy-in that they would come on board. That's wonderful. Thank you. So I'm wondering if you can take just a, a couple minutes now and shift for a minute to talk from talking about your experience to telling us a little bit about Olio and what they do. Um, since we're not able to have one of the business leaders with us today, I'd love for you to be able to share that story, what the company does, how it was inspired, and um, you know, tell us a little bit about Olio. All right. So I made a little jottings because there were just so much uh, uh, interesting aspects of Olio that I wanted to talk about. Um, but I, what I did um, was I, I, I highlighted some key points that I can elaborate a little on. And so it started with Tessa and Sasha. Um, and the story is was just a, a, such a nice segue when I met with Delia, who I conducted the interview with, because it's a story told on their website. And it's it's, it's become the, the theme of how the, the innovation came about because Tessa was moving back to the UK from Switzerland and she just found that she had six sweet potatoes and she had uh, some tons of yogurts and she had um, a cabbage and they were good stuff, you know, good stuff that she thought there must be someone that I could share this with. And she thought of someone who she was always at her local supermarket. And so she went there hoping that she would find the person, couldn't find the person. And she was just totally frustrated. Uh, the delivery uh, in the persons who were moving her, the moving company told her she couldn't take the food with her. They're not traveling from Switzerland to the UK with food. So that was very frustrating for her. And she thought the light bulb went off. Wouldn't it be nice? 
if there was an app in place where we could um, just take a picture, post it, and leave it, uh, leave the food at a place where someone who is in need would benefit from this. And there, you know, that, that was the whole brainchild of where this whole concept of Julio comes about. And um, <laughs> funny enough, when I thought about this, I was, I was concerned, is there, it's not an acronym, what does it really stand for? And, you know, it really it refers to more like a, a, a southern sweet pie or anything that is it, miscellaneous items that can be of, of benefit to it, to anyone. So I guess I was wondering was, where the name came from. So thank you so much yeah. for sharing that. <laughs> I had to look that up too because I thought when I when I was uh, started before I interviewed them, I really wanted to get a sense how did this come about. So the good part about it is that. Um, it started with first she shared it with her, the idea, the concept with her friends and her family, and they thought she was crazy. Naturally, who's gonna you know invest in in such an app? But then she ran into a good friend of hers, which is Sasha, and Sasha was, you know, she's she was sold on the idea, and they so they decided that they were gonna pool their collaborate together, pool their ideas, and come up with there has to be a better way of disposing of food apart from the old traditional garbage bins where you throw it out. There gotta be somewhere to make it better. And so Sasha and 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 um Sasha joined up with her with Tessa and they they actually decided in in, in 2015, this was February of 2015, that they would incorporate this company and see where they could go with it if there was a future in the in the company. And they um they 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 dedicated one year off of their life to say, we're going to put all our energies into this. We're going to see if we can get buying. And they did get um, actually uh, 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 their first investor, which was Simple Web, who decided to come on board and be a part of, uh, they were developing agency, said, let's come on board. It, it, looks, it, it looks like this is something that's scalable, something that you know really can go forward. And um, having done their market research with SurveyMonkey, they were just convinced that this is something that has potential because they realize that there are tons of people who are going uh, who are going hungry. There's this food insecurity. Mm-hmm. Who are not aware that there's an app where they can just go on, enter their information, and can pick up the food. And they decided that this definitely they should move forward with this. And so the company was actually launched fully incorporated in July of of to, to the, the app itself in July of of 2015. And so when we looked at all the different areas of innovation and eligibility and the global um, sustainability goals, we said, this is a fit. You know, this was really what we were looking for. And um, I was particularly impressed with the number of podcasts that they had on their websites. And um, they have not only now just, they've partnered with over 30 organizations to help wow. food waste. So they're doing a tremendous job. And, and, they've, and they've expanded their, uh, their, 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 their human re- element resources within their organization because their employees are now over 25 and growing. At the time of the interview last spring, they were 23 and they're still been growing and they're, they're building momentum. And they really are um, fascinated. I have now downloaded the app on my phone because I, I that's yeah. great. <laughs> it, was just, it was it was such it was I was so impressed and I have been sharing uh, the thought um, with and sharing it with 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 my coworkers with my uh, other other students who I come in contact with who you never know who is in need and could be could be of benefit. And the, the biggest piece, the global piece, is that you're not only um, 
you're not just saving lives with, with, with respect to providing food, but you're saving the environment. And that is just, you know, there's no price on that. Yeah, that's that's so true. I was just going to say the same thing that even though this is the story that won for global goal number two, zero hunger, which, you know, you've talked a lot about food insecurity and how this app relates to, to food insecurity. But food waste is is an issue for you know, global goal number 13, climate change. And the story is also applicable to global goal number 12, responsible consumption and production. You know, what what are we producing? What are we consuming? You know, how much of it? And when, why is there too much? So this, this story really does hit on, this innovation really does hit on multiple global goals. Um, and it's so amazing. And if I may quickly share some stats with you, one of the things I found that um, in the UK alone, um, they were saying it is reported that um, households generate around 7.1 million tons of food waste per year, um, while 800 um, million people are starving and suffering from mal- malnourishment. So we see how very important this is, um, this organization is and the impact they are making in society and in the global world at large. So they've made the jump from just operating in the UK to operating yes. in other countries as well. Yes, and 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 this is where the partnership comes in because now they they as I, one of the interesting things that when I pointed when I when I asked her how are you making that impact, it's saying that we're we're forming social networks where people can know that. So in my home neighborhood, if I have something, don't throw it away. Ask my neighbor. You know, take it to my neighbor. So we create our own little um, social networks where we're sharing in our own communities. But on a global basis, the partnerships are with different restaurants and, and different places that people can go where if there's a restaurant uh, that has, instead of throwing away the food, they can upload it to their app and individuals who want it will know where to go and get it. So it's, 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 it's remarkable. And they have gone beyond food, not just food, but other items. Other items, if you have furniture, they're not limited to that. So they're really helping on a broad scale. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, Especially I was going to comment on the partnership with restaurants because I know, you know, we think of donating food and we think about donating to the food bank and all of those are are non-perishable items. And like, what do restaurants do at the end of the day if they have extra food? How do they handle that? A lot of that is just getting thrown away. Um, And so being able to find an organization to partner with to help you know, reduce, eliminate that, that food waste, you know, and help people with food insecurities is so important. It is important. And especially at the university level, because um, as you may see in the press and around, there are a lot of students who are really, even at St. John's University, that we, and then that's why this program is so critical and so close to my heart, because I'm, I'm a part, I work in the Office of University Mission, where we, service is huge. So we mm-hmm. go how to feed the hungry. We go how to um, uh, have different drives where we have midnight runs to feed the hungry. And we're aware of that, not just the sensitivity with our students who may not be able to afford lunches on campus. So here is an opportunity that they can know um, without um, compromising the integrity of feeling embarrassed to ask for food to know that they can just go on their app. So this, is, this was a huge part of our service learning also at St. John's. So it was beneficial across all areas. That might be another, I mean, maybe they are. Do they partner with universities? That's That feels like a whole new kind of avenue. Or are you getting St. John's to use the app? Yeah, well, it's just, it's, it's again, it's sharing. It's sharing the link. And, and, and this is, and you segue nicely into the area of, of service learning at St. John's. One of the things is that you have faculty are coming aboard in, 
incorporating on an experiential level service learning within the curriculum. So students have mm-hmm. to report, they have to sign up and they have to report their service hours. So that's when amazing. I shared the story, which you did, I shared it because I had to report my hours. I put a link to the app on there so other students can see it. And, you know, so it's a matter of really getting the word out there um, because people, when it comes to food, really don't, it, it, it's not something that we find we can have them hop in. We have to put, we put a link on our website for food insecurity that anyone who is suffering, uh, um, being affected rather by food insecurity can go and log in without giving their information. And you find that people are still very coy because mm-hmm. it's, 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 it's all it has to do. They're not comfortable saying, but if they have their own phone dealing with millennials who are on their apps, audit, it's easier for them. And this is, this is an easy device that they can just, um, they can log in if they're looking for a burger and they may just find a store. Once you put your zip code that's close by that has posted something and they can just go pick it up. So I think this is, this is really um, tremendous and, and on a global level as well as a local level. So this story is really touching me because, I mean, not only is this an amazing company, an organization, and a global organization at that, I'm going to have to look them up and see if they're in here in my area too. Um, But I'm also really enjoying hearing your story and hearing the way that this interview has changed you and changed some of your behaviors. So um, can you tell us a little bit more about, you know, your interview experience and how, what you really took away from that and, and how that, how that happened? Well, yes, there, there are three pointers that I think were very impactful for me just talking uh, with um, with just talking when I had the interview with Delia Gadia, who is actually in charge of the food waste area. And when I asked her, what is the shorter impact of Olio on the world? She said, Olio brings communities together. Wow. Uh, and celebrate food sharing. And I love the word celebrate because, it, you know, we, we celebrate. It's a festive thing. We don't want people to feel that because we're giving you food. It's not something to celebrate. So no. we want them to celebrate that this is something that we're sharing. And sharing is really caring. We're sharing. We have something. We're not keeping it to ourselves. It's for it to be wasted and go to the landfills and, and you, know, you know, just go into an, another waste. But we're sharing what we have. And then when I asked her um, what is the long-term impact um, of Olio, on the world, she said, Olio will eliminate food waste in the home and in the local community. So that's their goal. They, they were very passionate uh, towards eliminating uh, food waste um, because they, they, they're, 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 their focus and their goal and their vision is that Olio, um, they're saying they've already served over a million portions of food um, that would have normally gone to waste. And this they could not do individually with a, with a small company being all the way in the UK. But when you looked at their membership, they're over 933,000 uh, mem- membership every day. Wow. Because once you, you sign on, you become a member. And they, they have, a, the, when you look at the stats of the food that they're given out, they're currently in 50 countries. I had to ask, how many countries are you in? They're, because of their membership base, they're now spread in all 50 countries. So although they're, they're maybe they're in the, in the UK, it doesn't mean that, you know, you can make that connect with them and get um, whatever, you know, assistant uh, you can get. So for me, I was really impressed with those takeaways for, from the interview. And, um, and w- one of the things that still resonates with me is the passion in when, 
in what she said when she's when I spoke with Delia and I and uh, she said to me, Olia would like to when I said, how would you like to be seen? How should I how should I tell the world or others about this wonderful organization? She said they would like to be perceived by the world as and I quote, we are where you want us to be, regardless how far away you are, end of quote. And that was deep because here we are in New York, but although they're in the UK, yeah. they're, they're, they're right on our, uh, just on our phone and they're, they're not, they're just, they're easily reached. And that for me was, was, was said it all, said it all. And I think this company uh, should be applauded for the excellent work they're doing and the impact they're making. And, and I'm, and, and I'm really glad that they, you know, I could have been, I was a part of this interview and could have made, been able to share this interview with others. Yeah, well, I mean, it's wonderful to get a chance to talk to you and have you to get to listen to your passion about this company, um, which, you know, wouldn't have happened if you had stumbled across had stumbled across them and then, you know, gotten to do this interview. So that's wonderful. Um, Can you tell me exactly how the app works? So you you download this app on your phone, you log on and then what happens? Yes, so I have the app uh, right here. So um, you, what they have this, and it's interesting when you go to Olio, it comes up as too good to share food, you know, and you put in your zip code and it shows you a whole lot of all the food you may not be able to see, but it shows you all the different okay. food uh, that you can um, get. So right now I'm seeing if I need bagels in Queens, I, there's, a com- there's, a, there's a place called Bagel Boss. And I can, you know, I can go in and I can get a bagel. Maybe I can't afford a bagel, but just going on there, um, pretty much I'll be able to. So the website, once you go there, there's a, there's the app you download. Even if you Google, you know, you Google just the company Olio, it comes up with the app. And because I just I Googled Olio's app and it downloads and it, you set up, you enter your, 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 your name and your email and you're in. Um, and you can, you're getting access to lots of all the food and all the, the available food that is there. So I think it's, it's, it's very easy. And it's, 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 it's in, when you, in, in reflection, because I like to reflect after having done this um, experiential learning experience as to, you know, being more conscious that I don't throw things away right now because mm-hmm. I'm realizing that, you know, the need that is there, I, I think I become more aware and I've always been sharing stuff, but now I'm always like, take it. You got to have it. Please, please take it. You know, we don't want to waste it. So and this is very good at all levels because it's, it's really, it's, it's, it's helping on all fronts. And um, it's, I think this is such an easy thing because we have, everyone is on their phones. So just mm-hmm. to be able to have the, the app downloaded and be able to do a search. And if you're looking for something uh, for lunch or for dinner, it, it, it's 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 quite a remarkable technology and innovative. And, and I love that it it really eliminates that stigma of yeah. oh no, exactly. I, like I need something. Exactly. Um, exactly. Just it so seems so easy to use, and it's right there. Yes, and it, and 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 again, I say this because I realize on on campus, believe it or not, we have been doing a lot of our work, and how can we help students who are suffering from food insecurity? It is real, and it's not just them, but they again, it, it's it's not a comfortable place for them to come and ask for help. So mm-hmm. if we can start work, looking, and not just us, but this can be something that is so scalable that other universities can, can look at it um, to see how they can assist their students with food insecurity. That's amazing. I, and I'm, I'm really just so astounded at how you've done this interview and then really like taken this back, taken this into your heart and taken it back to your university. So um, I really applaud you for that. I think that's, that's amazing. 
Um, so the interview guide that we give on Aim to Flourish, whether you know whether it's presented in your class or not, is an appreciative inquiry style interview guide. So it's very focused on um, positive questions and strengths-based questions. And so I'm wondering, you know, as you use the interview guide through your interview, how do you feel like that um, kind of impacted the relationship that you had with Delia or impacted the conversation that you had? That is such a, an excellent question. And I really had to pull an email that I got from uh, Delia the, the day after our interview. Uh, again, I think Aim for Flourish did an excellent job with um, preparing me personally at such a quick turnaround time because I, the window was just so close. Um, and um, we, I, we had to work with what. So I went in. The questions, again, it wasn't a lengthy question, but it flowed nicely. And um, she sent me an email um, after saying that, which, which, and I'll read. She said, hi, Stephanie. Uh, you've been the best interviewer I've had in a long time. So well done. If you ever run out of ideas for what to do, you'll be brilliant in HR as you have an amazing rapport and can connect easily with others. And I, that was, I was very appreciative. It was nice to hear that. And it came out of the fact that, you know, this experiential learning was so, it was, it was there to my heart. It was there to my heart because I went in realizing the excellent work they were doing and it was so genuine and I, I could connect. There was a connection. And so that was from both hands. I think we were both appreciative. I've still been in contact with them because. I'm oh, not, wow. Yes, I'm still That's in contact. That's great. Yeah, because last month, um, the university was very impressed, wanted to put uh, it up on our page to, to you know, to talk about uh, the, the great work that was done. And they wanted, uh, you know, a different picture of them that had, a you know, because they, they the picture they had was was an older picture and I reached out and in no time they got back to me. And so it, it is very interesting and they're very appreciative and have expressed nothing but gratitude of the fact that their story could be heard. And there's so many others who are now um, getting on board and being part of, so they're getting closer to their goal, which is really to, to make, make, uh, you know, hunger zero uh, to a zero where everyone will have what they need and will not have the need to be hungry. And I think they're getting there and that that's why I'm glad that, you know, aim for flourish could have been part of the process and it was a novel idea. And I really applaud, applaud uh, the partnership that St. John's has with, with aim for flourish. Yeah. Again, I mean, we, we love working with St. John's and we're really, we're really happy to be a part of your university um, and to have you have gone through and, and done the assignment and, I mean, wow, what a great, what a great email after what great feedback that must have felt amazing. It, it, it did. It did. And, you know, at the end of the day, knowing that, you know, the comp it, it was beneficial at, at all corners. I mean, the professor uh, was, was felt very grateful. The gratitude was everyone had want. And, and the interviewers also were, you know, it was really nice that they could have gotten their story out and they were, they were, you know, I, there, there's a bright future for Olio. I, I see them going places and this innovation definitely um, is scalable and others can, you know, really um, look at this model and, use it as a benchmark to how can they now look at, um, you know, helping this sustainability piece of it. It's, I've said this before, but it's an amazing story. And I mean, I feel so blessed to get to read so many amazing stories. I learned about so many new companies on Aim to Flourish. And that's really thanks to students like you that are out there doing the interview and finding these organizations. And then, um, you know, I get to put their apps on my phone or, you know, shop. So, um, or learn about, you know, learn about what they're doing. So, 
Um, we really have a lot of a lot of great stories, a lot of great companies. So if I haven't said it before, I you know I want to offer my congratulations on being our Flourish Prize honoree for Global Goal Number Two. Um, we had 824 stories published in 2019, and those stories go through a process and they get they get narrowed down. We have a jury that reads so many of them. And, um, you know, and then, like I said, we have a winner for, for each of the 17 global goals. And, um, so congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. And we couldn't have done it without you because the whole idea came from, uh, aim to flourish. You know, it's a brainchild that you, uh, put together and it, and it's a great collaboration. And I think you'll find that other, um, other uh, faculty members at St. John's is going to start, this is going to be a easy buy-in to have into their curriculum for their students because it's a part of experiential learning. They have been getting good results where students have their hands-on to service. And I think it, 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 it engulfs the, um, the Vincentian mission of what St. John's is. So it's a easy sell because St. John's being a, a Vincentian institution talks about service. And therefore, they're looking to how can we how can we help the less fortunate? And so, this is a huge service piece that it's not just documented in our um, in, in 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 our you know all our, our, our reports that we have and the good work with service learning. But this is a partnership that I, I would want to encourage you to continue to keep not just with St. John's but with other institutions of higher learning. Oh, absolutely. We, we're always we're always looking for new universities and new professors that want to use Aim to Flourish, but. Um, we also, like I said, the professors like Professor Charles Wankel that have used this for years um, are always very near and dear to me, to my heart. Um, Professor Wankel and I talk on the phone every semester <laughs> so to get him set up for, for his new class. And I really love, like, yes, Aim to Flourish is an experiential learning you know, assignment. That's how we, that's, you know, part of how we market the assignment. But in your case, I really love the tie back to to service learning um, and the tie back to um, like the strong focus on the global goals and how can we all give back to the world. Um, and in our case, you know, we're specifically talking about business. So sometimes that's a different avenue that students aren't thinking of as a possibility for, for service for giving back to the world. Yes. Uh, yeah, and I'm in total agreement. And again, it was a novel idea. It's a great partnership. And I um, I, I certainly ben- benefited from this because I came out of it still um, talking, telling, sharing, you know, this this great app that, that, you know, is, you know, that is helping to reduce hunger in the whole world at large. And so I share this each time. I even, we, we have these midnight runs and before we go out to feed um, the hunger, I'm always sharing and everyone is always a new people coming on. Is there such an app? And, you know, so it's really spreading the word and getting more people on board, um, you know, to, to be a part of this, you know, this, this whole entire innovation and, and moving forward to uh, help, to eradicate uh, waste and hunger all over the world, and I think we're we're on a we're on a good path to doing that because in a time like this, now that we're going through all of this, we realize that there are needs out there. So we can. I'm just saying, even now that our campus is not partially in full force, we have students who would normally get um, lunch from diner dollars that we would put on there. They don't have access to that because they're not on campus. This app now is, is, is ideal to assist them because they can, if they're in need of anything, can go on the app because they're not on campus and see where they can get some uh, food that would be, you know, that is, is very helpful. So I think this is, I've been selling this because I think this is, this is such, um, this is such an excellent innovation that, um, 
everyone should should really jump on board and you know be a part of the movement. Well, Stephanie, I haven't been able to stop smiling since we started talking um, because your enthusiasm and your passion and your experience is just so contagious. Uh, you know, I mean, this is the ideal situation. We understand that that not you know not everyone goes through the assignment and, and necessarily has this experience, but to get a chance to talk to a student that did the assignment and has really like has this impact and has then taken this app and introduced it to the university and uses it in her daily life and and really talks about, you know, her commitment to service learning, like, um, or service experiences. I I mean, wow. Well, thank you. Thank you. It wouldn't have been possible without him for Flourish, I continue to say. And so thank you. We really appreciate that. So thank you. Thank you very much. Um, It's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you. Do you feel like I missed anything? Do you have anything else that you want to add? Uh, nothing. Um, you know, I think we've said it all. And I, 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 again, I said this is an, I could I couldn't say it better if I should say this is an absolute great partnership with St. John's University and, and Aim for Flourish, and um, it really is. It, it, it really encompasses truly what experiential learning is. And I encourage you again, not to, not just to work with St. John's university, but other universities, because this, there is, there is a future um, in this where students will certainly, um, if not, if not all you another organization that will really leave an impact as it has done on me. Absolutely. And I'm looking forward to, to this being out there and played so that I can share it with every other student that goes through Aim to Flourish and has a chance to hear your story and your perspective and your experience um, and to really see your passion um, because it's amazing. Thank you. Um, and, I, and, I, and, and really, um, the pleasure again was mine. And, I, and, and if there's anything um, I can continue to do and to share about this organization or to any, any way I can assist with anything for Aim for Flourish, um, I'll make myself available. Well, thank you so much. I'm sure that Olio is very honored to have such a passionate, um, a passionate person sharing their story. And I'm honored to have such a passionate person sharing the story of Aim to Flourish and their experience. So um, endless appreciation from me. <laughs> thank you again. Thank you. Um, thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure to get a chance to talk to Stephanie Shaw today. Um, Please go and read her story on the Aim to Flourish website. It's called the Food Revolution app um, about Olio. And they were our Flourish Prize winner for 2020 for global goal number two. Thank you so much for being here with me today, Stephanie. I really appreciate it. Thank you. The pleasure was mine. Wonderful.